Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite sports-adjacent audio forum. I'm Chandler. That's Alec. This week, we have so much sports to talk about. Once again, uh, the big D, and I'm not talking about Dallas, and I'm not talking about divorce, Damian Lillard, Mm. is making headlines out here. So we're going to get to that after a bit. Uh, A whole bunch of segments. The the cast of normal characters. I do have a no-duh segment to add in. Uh, then we also are going to get to college football and the landscape that is being painted currently. Uh, things are changing, I mean, every hour, every day for sure. Uh, so we'll get to all that. But before we do that, got to give a, a quick shout out to our folks up there in Northwest Missouri, God's Country, the sponsor of the pod, the OG Fertilizer Service Company. Uh, you know what they do. They're keeping you on track. To have the highest yields you've ever had. They're helping you out from planting through harvest. And they got you covered. They're off Highway 59 in Fairfax, Missouri. And you can hit them up at 660-686-2402. Once again, that's 660-686-2402. And as you know, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. You almost stumbled, but you brought it back. Yeah, I was. that was a close one. Way to battle. Thank you. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. We're, we're proud to announce a partnership with Thrive Daily Fantasy. Uh, they're a daily sports and esports platform where you can basically make prop bets in a pool. Um, hashtag prop up. Never forget. Uh, unfortunately, it's not available in Missouri, but it is available in like 28 states. Uh, if you are interested, when you go to make your first deposit, Enter promo code. It's right there on the front page. I looked at it. It's literally right when you're signing up. There's a huge thing for promo code. Enter promo code SNEAKY, S-N-E-A-K-Y. That's SNEAKY, S-N-E-A-K-Y, upon sign up uh, and make your first deposit, minimum of $20, and you will receive an instant $20 bonus. Hashtag prop up. All right. Let's get started. Out my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. I can't believe hockey starts at ten AM tomorrow. And like the last, the last puck drop is like ten thirty p.m. Yeah, it's a it's a true like battle. It's Good day a, for the ice. Oh, I bet it's I bet it's going to be choppy by the end. I guess Toronto, they've been saying that the ice hasn't been great. I would imagine if they're all playing on the same rink. Well, and I think uh, where's the, it's Toronto and I don't know. It's uh, all Canada. It's the the other one is better is what they're saying. But Toronto, it's it's been pretty bad. So I guess they need to up, upgrade their Zamboni game. You know, you would think if they could get anything right in Canada, it would be hockey. You know, you would think that that would be the thing that they just constantly nail. Yeah, but I think Toronto seems like the city that might be trying to get too fancy with the barn. Hmm. You got to keep the barn the barn, man. Gotta... Everywhere else, they're they're staying true to their colors. The classics, uh, maple syrup, Tim Hortons. The barn. You got the fucking bar and the sweaters. Is that a thing? Well, it's the jerseys. Oh, 
Yeah, it's like yeah. the hockey barn where you you have the rink. Yeah, and then yeah. you have the sweaters. And Toronto's definitely like uh, they're actually jerseys. I didn't know you were so into the vernacular of hockey. I just, I you know, once you're in, you're in. I guess so. Do you have anything that you're mad about this week? So I am not personally mad about this, but I am in in con- I'm joining up with Ben Shapiro, like on a team. To also be mad about, so I don't know if you've seen this, he is very mad about the new song, WAP, mm-hmm. by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. Yes. And you know, Ben, I hear your frustrations. I'm tired of hearing the P word being spread around everywhere. I, I can't hand, no, I'm just kidding. Like, it, Have you actually listened to the video? No. But you, you him complaining yeah. or no, not really. I knew that he was upset about it and he's kind of the people that he always like complains about and how offended he is right now. It is the fucking funniest shit. Cause I legitimately, I was, you know, I'm working from home. So I sit on the couch and this video comes across my timeline and like the very first line, he just goes, it's like something he's reading oh, the lyrics. He's, re- yeah, he's yeah, reading the that, lyrics yeah. And he's just like the first uh, lyric that says pussy, he says P word. And I like started crying laughing because I just wasn't expecting him to say that. He's like, he was like wet ass P word. And like, that was the part that just made me fucking start Why crying. Why is he fine with saying ass? I, th- no shouldn't clue. that also be a curse word under those guidelines? I think my favorite thing about it all was him talking about his wife his doctor wife yes in the tweet it was his doctor wife he always does that that's one of his things it's the fucking dumbest shit and he was like "Uh, i talked to my doctor wife and she said if that's going on then you have some type of uh like bacterial infection and it's like no i think you just got a dry pussy like he reminds me of uh tom haverford talking about his wife who's clearly just married him for the green card yeah yeah, he's like, well, actually, my wife says. <laughs> you know he's an opera singer? Yes. I, I can't imagine I, this kid's upbringing. I like that uh, video every time I see it. So, uh, uh, Hubie, Josh, he tweets it out like probably once a week. And I always like it. Like I always hit the like button because it, it's like kind of entertaining. It's like not bad. He's like pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't really surprise me. No, no. It's, it's right up his alley. So Everything's wh- on brand. What are you mad about this week? Something that I'm sure that Ben Shapiro does. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I think he's a reader, but I've seen this on multiple platforms, whether it's ESPN or just anything where we have these Zoom calls now, these fake books in the background. Like if yeah. you're not going to ever read them, like I get that nobody's going to read everything in their library all the time. Keep going. Sorry. I just remembered uh, Urban Meyer was on... Uh, Fox Sports One or something. He's a Fox guy, and he was doing a like a on his iPad or on his phone called in for like the segments. Yeah. Well, classic like sixty year old dad, former coach Urban Meyer. Like he first of all, you look, he's just completely sunburnt, so you know he's on vacation or some shit. And they like emailed him and were like, "Hey, we'll slip you ten k to fucking pop on." Um, he sets up and he doesn't check his surroundings, and there's just a TV right behind him that's off. And you can just see in the reflection, there's just a guy with his shirt off fucking with him. <laughs> like he has like a drink in his hand and he's like fucking with him. And he's like saying this stuff laser focused. The second he's done, he's like, 
he's just like doing the fucking eyes. Yeah. Like, Get the fuck out of here. And then you hear like a, he's like fucking with a table and he's, you see him like point. And he's like, <laughs> Get. I love the focus though, coach. Oh, he was locked in when he was talking about, I, I couldn't Necessary. pay attention to what he was talking about. Yeah. I'm just looking at this guy with a big beer gut in the background, like shirt off, just fucking with him. I'm like, if you're, if you're with your bros and they're on an important call, you're always getting like, you're always fucking with him or you're always getting fucked with. I mean, I don't know how many times in middle school I had a friend just fake sex, no- yeah, sex like, uh, noises. Uh, oh, yeah. In God. the background, like when you're on the phone, you're like, fucking quit. I know. It was the worst. I would just like sprint into the other room. Yeah. Oh. I also saw a girl today who had moving into her college apartment and the whole Harry Potter collection. I love that. Our neighbor. No. Um, but I know you're not reading that. No. Like, why or did you, you already have, it? you've already read it. Which is fine. Yeah. But why bring it to school? I, you, you could be taking a class on it. No, I've have... taken that class and you don't actually read the books. Oh, well. It's like Harry and his spell. It relates to like where all the lore comes from. Fuck. Speaking of that though, let me get into my what the feed because it is also Harry Potter related. Someone changed the old trailer i forget which movie it is one of the very early ones and replaced all the wands with guns oh shit (laughs) so there's a part where hermione's like sorry neville and just pops him right in the face (laughs) uh so it's just harry with a glock yeah (laughs) like they all have pistols it's really funny we can tweet it out from the account oh i'm trying i don't know enough harry potter to do like Play off a play of words on the titles. It's uh, what is it? A Spelliamus. Well, that yeah, like Spelliamus. Spelliglockmus. So he'd be like, uh, or, or like Harry Potter and the the fucking Draco. Like what you want? I'm like the the Sorcerer's Stone or whatever. Yeah, it's just Harry Potter and the fucking Draco is uh, you know, Draco's also a character in that world. Oh fuck, I forgot about yeah. that. So Harry kills Draco with a Draco. You're going back to back. I don't know. There is a lot of funny tweets about it on the wordplay. People I don't that know. are better than me. Yes, yeah, I don't know enough about Harry Potter to like sit there and like I could do that with like Game of Thrones or something that I've watched all of it and I like know all that, but I just I'm not in that Harry Potter world. Uh speaking of another world that I'm not in. Yes. My what the feed. Uh as you uh, most people who live around where we do typically know around this time of year, you'll just see a giant group of motorcycles on the interstate if you're out traveling and they're headed north or they're headed south and they're going up to Sturgis. Okay. The motorcycle rally. Mm-hmm. Well, this year they didn't, they didn't stop at all. There, nothing changed for the, for the motorcycle rally. They, um, it's currently going on. It's a 10 day festival. Okay. And they have about, a quarter of a million bikers there. Well, 250,000. Are they all wearing their helmets instead of masks? No. They, I'm pretty sure South Dakota is a non-helmet state. Huh. So you, like, you don't have to. Um, but a, uh, a little snippet got tweeted out. Smash Mouth played. And fucking sold out. Like, giant ass concert. And the first thing... They said when they got on stage, Harry Potter and the Second Amendment. Oh, fire. Yeah, so thousands of bikers turn out to watch Smash Mouth play a concert in the middle of a pandemic. 
Um, Smash Mouth gets on stage, and the first thing uh, their lead singer is lead singer says is, "We're all here together tonight. Fuck that COVID shit." Hell yeah. Uh, the, the people who were setting up the event made sure there was hand sanitizer put out. Well, of course, Harry yeah. Potter and the chamber is loaded. That see, that's what I'm talking about. Harry Potter and the half blood crip. Harry Potter and the order to fire. Mm. The chamber is loaded is fucking heat. <laughs> that's too good. That's too good. But Harry Potter and the prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, yeah, that's it. See, people who actually know it and are good with you know playing on words, it's just fantastic. I love shit like that. Zero credit for any of those. I'm just looking at the best comments. Yeah, I I love shit like that. Uh, Like when PFT does the literally translates to ones where it's like with people's name, so it's like Chase Daniels, who like that literally translates to running around after Big Cat. So it's like, is his name Daniel? Yeah, Daniel Katz. Really? Yeah. The more you know. Uh, so, do you want to hear my new uh, my new segment? Yeah. Yes. No duh. No duh. I do. So this week. Yes. Actually, no. Today. Today, a coronavirus vaccine was approved for use in Russia by President Vladimir Putin. And uh, experts have raised concerns, and uh, they're suggesting that the researchers may have cut some corners. No, duh. Here's my thing. Whenever Russia, I mean, long term, who knows? But whenever Russia plays around with medicines to make people better, they usually don't miss. Their steroid rings have been on point. It's true. Until they get caught. Doesn't mean they're not working. That's part of the reason why they got investigated. I mean, they were they were kicking ass. Do you remember how that was going down? It was literally like the fucking. It was a medicine cabinet. Yeah, and we watched it, and they that had was such an intricate system. There's yeah. just a person on the other side, just taking it out, putting clean piss in, closing it back up. It was like it was like the uh, schemes you like dream of doing when you're a little kid. Yes, it was like a heist movie. It was yeah, you it know, was Ocean's it, Olympics. Ocean. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. It was, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of. A, I'm I'm not good with playing words, especially on the spot. But it it reminded me of like some fucking like Indiana Jones ass like Goonies type beat where it's like you put some shit in, <laughs> like the weight lifts off and it's like oh the correct piss comes out. Uh, it, or it reminds me of like uh, you ever watch Now You See Me, that magician movie. Yeah. That, I just insane the jump of Indiana much. Jones to the Goonies. Both a lot of booby traps. Hmm. That's the that's the tie. Booby traps and treasure. Where does booby traps come from? I don't know. How do you spell it? <laughs> I'm the worst person to I ask think it's about. B O O B Y. Probably. I'll look it up. Huh. Um. Uh, so yeah, that's my no duh. It's like obviously Russia was gonna get try to get there first. That's their whole that's Russia's whole bit. Forever. They always want to be the first to everything, which America does too. But we've kind of slowed down on that where we're putting more regulations out we there. We still think we're first though. Well yeah. We still have that mentality, but we aren't like 
risking life and limb to get mm-hmm. there where Russia has never stopped being that way, which Putin, by the way, we're still, that offer is still up. If you want to sponsor the pod. Yeah. Don't, I mean, I'll take some yeah. state. I've seen how you uh, do your boys for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's like, yeah, no shit that they're going to fucking rush to this and, and get it done. And like, cover up the cases that didn't fucking play out. Uh, you got to Google this for the people. I do. It is about the first sci-fi novel. When do you think it came out? Uh, 1863. Second century AD. Written in ancient Greek. It featured space travel, aliens, robot, robots, sorry, multiple, and artificial atmospheres. So in, so like the year 120 was when this came out? Yeah, just absolutely wild that, you know, back then. <laughs> everybody that's, was, that is crazy. I mean, but you think about like Da Vinci, like that's obviously he's not that far back, but he had like robots and shit that he was basically creating. And like he was thinking of like helicopters. I mean, his flying machines aren't, you know, any sort of machines that we, you know, have been trying to make since the beginning of time. Well, yeah. You know, some sort of robot. Well, like a calculator's a robot. I mean, like yeah. A, you know. Like, what definition are you going to put on yeah, it? Yeah, it's and, a pretty loose, I would assume, but it's that's still crazy. I definitely didn't think it was that far back. Um, in approximately 1590, the word booby trap began. It first appeared in the English language, meaning stupid person, slow bird. Interesting. That doesn't make sense to me but it and then it uh later transitioned to applying to like schoolboy pranks um things like that around world war one so it's an idiot trap yeah hmm. booby trap it was originally like more like so the pictures are all like mouse traps and like those old fucking teeth things for like the, the bear clamps yeah the bear clamps but then they said around like world around like the turn of the 20th century it started turning into like Stacking someone's locker was a booby trap. They've been pretty intricate for but, being idiot traps. You know, whenever you think of booby traps in movies and whatnot. So its original origin is to like kill, harm, or surprise a person, and then it kind of got hmm. it got trans it got lost in translation, as they say. Uh, so my Google this. Yeah, twenty twenty obviously keeps getting worse. Everybody knows this. Uh, have you seen the volcano eruption that happened yesterday? Yes. What the fuck? When will this shit just stop? I'm fucking tired of this shit, dog. Luckily, when I looked into it yesterday, nobody had been killed. A lot of people were displaced and some were injured, but nobody had been killed. But a, a volcano on an Indonesian island that was inactive for 400 years. I mean... It's about time. And then 10 years ago, they're like, started rumbling up being like, hey. And then I think it's gone off twice since then. Since 2010. Huh. I wonder if, you know, such a long time before these two recently had anything to do with them being so close together. Like back to back. I hope not. I hope it's not like a, like a three pump. Yeah. Like like pressure uh, building up. uh, and the third one's like Who really letting it go. And there's multiple other ones that we should be way more worried about too. That'll probably be bigger. What's the what's that fault line that's in Missouri? The Mason Dixon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you love to say shit like that when I'm taking a drink. Yes, the Mason Dixon fault line, as we all know. Um, New Madrid. 
I'm just guessing. Uh, so you want to get into college football? Do I? I mean, it's it's a topic that, like I said at the beginning, it, it's literally it's kind of like it's reminding me of baseball. I have there's a lot, a lot of, of opinions. There's a lot it. of incompetence that's going on, um, and there's a lot of like it changes every day. The players don't agree with. There's no owners, but the, let's say the leadership. The players don't agree with NCAA and university leader and conference leadership. Uh, so just I'll let just kind of set the scene. Um, today, Tuesday, uh, April 11th, the Big Ten announced that they are postponing their 2020-2021 season. As well as the Pac-12. And the Pac-12. And Big Ten has plans to play in the spring. Or that's their goal. Their goal is like a six or eight game season which we'll touch on that later. ACC is saying they're definitely playing. SEC is saying they're definitely playing. In the Big 12, it was breaking like an hour or two ago. They're playing. They're moving forward. So, And you've also had some smaller, like the MAC is already there out, which I hate to see them go, but you know I, I expect these smaller conferences, like they can't cover this type of situation. They can't, Without any revenue at all, especially if those money games like their that you TV were deals are canceled. Yeah, they're t- yeah, exactly. So if they're like, well, we're not going to do this whole Tuesday night thing where you guys actually get some prime time because um, it doesn't make sense logistically. Like you guys are just going to go back to playing on Saturdays, and they're like, well, we don't have any money now. Yep, and we don't have any ticket sales, and like so that that makes sense. That that one was the least surprising. Uh, the Big Ten being so early was was kind of surprising. Uh, that they, I would assume. Do you think so? I I assume the Pac-12 and the ACC were going to be the first to. Lead I the, way. the ACC has been the most surprising to me. Really? So I don't think that it truly is a shocker. Um, I uh, maybe the fact that the Big Ten was, uh, before the Pac-12. I maybe there, but yeah. their announcements were so close together. I think the thing that really intrigues me is where those lines are drawn like what parts of the country said no and what parts of the yeah, country so said I yes. Yeah, so I expect the coast I expected the coast to both shut down before. Like I expected ACC on the East Coast and the Pac-12 on the West Coast to be the first two to be like yeah, we're out. But these smaller conferences, I'm yeah, I'm just assuming they're being like yeah, this sucks. It was either that or they're close enough to uh say they're close enough to like a cotton bowl there's just a stadium there and they're like, fuck it. Let's just get a hotel. We'll play. FS1 said they'll have all our games and we'll play. It's not really plausible. I think you're not really taking into the factoring. Of- I'm, I'm just saying that wouldn't surprise me. I'm not saying that's what uh, someone should do. I'm saying like if a smaller conference was like, we're going to make a bubble, like we're going to try to ride this out. That wouldn't have, that wouldn't have shocked me as much as, as much as like, the SEC being like, we're going to make a bubble. That, well, that would have been more shocking to me just for the fact that them being able to, you know, put up that money. I mean, I think if they get the TV rights, that's the only, that's the whole, the whole deal in this is like, if like SEC on CBS, if, which I think they're about to lose that, I think it's going to like NBC or something, which is terrifying because that we're going to lose that music. We're going to lose all that. But you know, if they have that monster TV contract, like that money's still there, so it can go to there. And there's been some some articles written about how 
these universities aren't like they don't have a savings account. Their money, they they basically try to stay even the best they can. And that's why you see Alabama get a new locker room every four years. LSU gets a new locker room. There's Texas just did a massive stadium. stadium Not only recruiting, but like use it or lose it, you know, yeah, that's how they that's how they yes, that and like just revenue in general. That's how they treat it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so you guys could just take a break from fucking renovating the stadium or doing all this and put some money elsewhere. This is all that's all sidetracked the whole thing. What are your thoughts of a spring football season and players how how player eligibility should be handled? What do you mean by player eligibility? So uh, in what cases like are, are you, you are to? you a so you're a starting defensive lineman and you're a sophomore. You're going into your sophomore year right now. So you are not NFL eligible yet, and you waste your sophomore year on a six-game season in the spring, and there's one year of eligibility. Just it just basically disappears. So then your your junior year, you haven't risen your draft stock at all. You may even hurt it because you're playing this like weird six-game schedule where you're like all out of whack. And then you're turning over really quickly and going back into a fall football season. And you don't quite have your summer lifting or things like that. And you have a poor performance your junior year. Now you're and you were planning on going to the NFL after your junior year. Are you going to say, all right, I'm going to opt out of my sophomore year? Yeah, you wouldn't let me answer. I get the like logistics scenarios. Well, you just asked me to explain it. Well, yeah. and Because like, you couldn't get it at first. Well, so I, I no, it. there was multiple areas that you could have asked that question from. Don't come back at me like that. Uh, I just wanted to know specifically what you were asking. And I think... I and, just told you. So I can answer now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, think that in that specific scenario, if you play, you lose it. Do I think that those people should be playing in the spring individually? Like, in, I think if you, you play, said, you lose it no matter what. I don't think it's going to be – unless the NCAA does something crazy. Well, so part of my thing is – like, there's – the NCAA already canceled a championship, like a fall championships. So why would you play if you couldn't have it? Like, why not just wait? But on the other end of that, I think there's a really interesting thing where – SEC plays, ACC plays, Big 12 plays. Nobody really considered anybody from the Pac-12 a legit national title contender. And you really only have Ohio State from the Big 10 that you know significantly comes up in that conversation again and again. So you're telling me that the people there are going to think that this ACC Big 12 SEC champion, you know, if they end up having a playoff, isn't legitimate? It just never will be. Well, I know, man. I, that's not what I'm saying. I think it's the ex exact opposite because who do we think of with national title contenders? We think of an Alabama. We think of a Clemson. If we don't have an Ohio State that year, everyone's still going to take that Bama team as legitimate if they beat you know a number two Clemson. They'll always be an asterisk. They'll never have a clean. It's just like with the NBA bubble. There's no matter who wins. There's always going to be that. Well, it was this year. Like, sure, you can say, like, oh, well, the Pac-12, it doesn't matter. Well, but it's like they probably would have got a playoff bid or something like that. Like, yeah, there's no, last so year, many. Did they? 
Uh, I don't, I don't recall, but like they had LSU, Al- Alabama, uh, Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma. Oh no, uh, Alabama wasn't there. It was LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. And so then the year before that, I think uh, Washington got the bid. I don't. There's they have in the past five years they've gotten three bids maybe. So, but like that's my point is like that's not enough but that's still a fact you can't just like discount that you can't just be like all right well these teams don't matter so then the championship does when they still have a shot every year i mean like it's college football it's not ucf you know like they played well enough to like be in that consideration but we understand that they're not on the same caliber as an alabama or a clemson i i think there's a legitimate argument to be made for like ohio state but if you know, Alabama goes through this season and beats LSU and all these other top teams. And then they play Clemson at the end of the year. I don't think that you can really take that away from them. It's also like, nobody's going to have out of conference schedules. So you're only playing each other. So there's potentially that's everybody's who's put out schedules is saying like, you're only they're only playing within the conference. Yeah. But if nobody's going outside of it, so then you're not, you think that they would just skip a, like a playoff. They're just going to announce a winner. If they can, if the SEC and the SEC can come to an agreement, you know, if they, okay, here's our best team, here's your best team. The SEC and the ACC? Yeah. Um, or even the Big see, 12. Then, so then it's people deciding, like, what, like, what if you're sitting there at the end of the year and you have Alabama, LSU, and Georgia are like, you have a, a one loss LSU team that only lost to Bama and you have, uh, two lost Georgia team that lost to LSU and Bama. And you do a conference championship with your, you know, top ones, just like they would do every year. Yeah. But and then that you, conference champion plays the ACC conference. But, champion. So we're just getting rid of the playoff. I mean, if you're going to play that, this season, if the NCAA like you, says that, Hey, we're not going to have anything and you go through it. Like the SEC makes it on their own with, you know, these one or two other conferences. Why not? Who's going to tell the SEC no? They're making so much money, like, you know. Like the NCAA. Will, it, I'm just but telling you, what, it's how, not. What are they going to truly enforce to the SEC? They won't get a trophy or anything. There's not going to be like, a, all right, you're the national champion. They're not going to crown them that. Okay, but in the eyes of everyone, I think it still I, seems and I don't like a. Think it will? Like you're sitting there, like so. You have Ohio State you're taking out. There's an automatic one that's like Fair. everybody's going to pick them and be like, well, they didn't play at all. Justin Fields is a true Heisman contender. Like, so they're right off the bat. But if you say you like get Ohio State in or something, then it's still like, well, there could Ohio State could have lost to Michigan in a rivalry game. And then it's like so-and-so could have lost to them, and that would have changed the seeding. Like if Alabama was was supposed to play USC in a – you're and throwing a, a billion what ifs at me, and I'm saying if we but have that's the college two, football. if we have the that's two, that's what makes it fun. Consensus, no, best. I completely disagree. Nobody is super happy about the what ifs of the selection committee at the end of the year. There's no, always no, the what ifs of who beating who, not the what ifs of the selection committee. The selection There's, committee makes arbitrary assessments on you know these games throughout the season, and you I know, never said that was what the what ifs I was talking like. So the what, the what ifs, ifs are arbitrary. The what ifs is like TCU beating Georgia on a fucking Saturday night, like just a random matchup. Like that's what college football, college basketball, 
this is what the, the it's the much more level playing field of like it's not any different than tc or sorry god damn it you got me slipped up with that one tennessee beating georgia you know that has the same impact there's the same risk associated with the season. No, it it doesn't. When you're not taking, if Tennessee's not a top ten team, I'm saying you're taking top ten teams and you're matching them up outside in a normal college football schedule. So that's so changing the non-conference up the games. You're just yes, upset about those the non-conference are, games. I'm the not three upset. games. I'm saying you're you're just a limit. You're not even factoring those in. You play ten games within your conference, and you're the SEC. That makes up. For those games, like I'm saying that those two games aren't that big of a deal. If one, some of them are replaced and two, those teams are still really good. Who cares if they're from the Pac-12 or not? If they're going to be an active participant and are clearly a good football product, I can't tell you that a loss to TCU is any different than a loss to, you know, a 10 to 15 Georgia in the same spot or a 10 to 15 Florida in the same spot. So you're just saying because the SEC is so good that once they win at the end of this year, no matter who's in, they're the national champion. And that's what everybody's going to think. I think that you can't just select it. I think they would have to have some sort of game, you know, and take I understand, the top but one. you've basically just been saying the SEC is just going to bully everybody around. I mean, aren't they kind of? I mean, Clemson's like won recently. I know, but I'm saying Ohio State has won recently. Right. Clint, like there, there's the national title. When's the last time they won a national title? Within the last five years. Urban Meyer won. Oh, that's right. That's right. Ezekiel Elliott. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that if they. It's just always going to be discounted. There's always going to be an asterisk. No matter what goes on, there won't be an actual national title trophy handed out. So. Like it's just going to be blank in the history books. Like there's not going to be, if there's a power five conference, even if it's just one, they can claim it sitting I, out. So, so what if they don't get the yeah, NCAA the university trip? can claim it, but it's not accurate. Like it's not, it's not something that holds any water because of the NCAA. What if this means that the sec just splits from them? That won't happen either. Why? You aren't going to have Alec, you that's like just okay. So the XFL and the SEC are just going to go over and why? Like, why would that happen? That's completely different. The it's SEC is splitting into its, no. I'm not saying they're going to split. So now you have all these just separate football entities. Like you've seen that time and time again. The AAF, the XFL, they don't work. You need more. I feel the like SEC isn't going to just you give just these gave TV me the bids. equivalent of yeah the Mac you know is going to take or is going to leave the NCAA. Of course the Mac isn't going to succeed. But if you take Bro, half of the NFL, yeah, cuz they cause, could succeed. Yeah, cuz Vanderbilt is getting all these fucking ratings over here by themselves. Mizzou is getting all these ratings. Auburn but, is. Okay, so you have four teams that are Georgia, carry it. Florida, Tennessee, LSU. Bro. These these teams, yeah, they have their fandom there, but they're not pulling national rankings without a whole entire NCAA. So that, you're making this like some crazy argument of them splitting. Like it's not a crazy argument of them splitting. If the NCAA was ever going to collapse, this would be it. One, this is like an extreme circumstance that would have to be necessary for that to happen. If it ever happened, this is like, you know, one of the biggest chances. And two, if these conferences say that we're going to do whatever we want without the NCAA, 
and they and continue. They, what is what are you referring to them doing that? Like they create their own national title game this year. They make enough revenue because you know what? They no longer have to share that revenue with the NCAA. But they they do because they're licensed through them. Like the NCAA still has power over all of them. Like the deals are through them. Right. But if they're splitting, it's not going to fucking overturn tomorrow. Like you're just like, oh, this is all going to be a drop of a hat and it's just a flip. No, like this is a process that could be starting now because this gives the SEC so much more power. And if they can get other national programs in with them, a Texas, a Clemson, and on the same boat here, that conference now becomes more powerful than the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Yes, it's a long shot. None of that's going to happen. People have been talking so long about how much they hate the NCAA and how they want to get away from it. Of the NCAA, but they have everybody by the neck, and they have for once the contracts end. You know what contracts? You just said all the money runs through them, so the money contracts. So because they are the NCAA, they are the governing body over college athletics. That's what I'm saying. If they are no longer that for these schools. Why? It's what, just like why you're not gonna get work? twelve schools to all agree to go out and do this because everybody's gonna think the other one's fucking each other over. Like it's not gonna just work like that. Because then what if they go out and they're like, "All right, Vandy, you're out. Now that you've joined with us, like that helped us get this TV deal. We don't want you anymore." Like nobody is gonna just sit they're there. They're locked into the and, money already like, in that contract. College football is the driving revenue for a university. That's what pulls in all the money. They're not gonna fuck up a good deal. How would they, they kick have. Vandy out like that? That doesn't really make sense. Like the powerful schools, we just talked about that. There's the schools that are actually bringing in the revenue. So they come in and then they're just like Alabama, LSU, Georgia, you know, Auburn and Florida are like, get everybody together. And they're like, well, we don't want them in here. They're just dragging us down. They don't make us any money. So So why was those extra games important to you just a minute ago if it was, you know, a random TCU upset, but now that it's Vanderbilt, you're diminishing it? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying... The out-of-conference games that cause the what-ifs are very important to the college football scope. That has nothing to do with what I'm saying now. Now what I'm saying is you're going to have a conference that's now going to have to pull around this dead corpse of a shitty football team. And now they're just going to separate out and they're going to carry this university. You think the addition of Vanderbilt in that scenario is just a net loss? Yes. I think, bro, they had either way. Mizzou went and played there last year, and there was less than ten thousand people at the game. Less than ten thousand people attending a college football game that was nationally televised. I mean, it happens all over the country constantly. Yeah. So why would they keep them around? Like you're just you're in your head. Everything is all like everything's in the black all the time, and they just have these opportunities to do that. No, I don't get me wrong. I don't think like it's it's also now once they go out. Now once they go out. They, they, their basketball is only in within there. Like the, yeah, all the other sports, like this is affecting that much that is, more than football. You're only looking at it. In no, one no, scope. I'm not. You just stop making these accusatory claims and then trying to argue back at that. That is obviously the biggest flaw with this whole plan is the fact that sure in football, the ACC and the SEC can leave and be fine. And basketball though, you're, you're screwed. You know, it, you just missed out on the NCAA tournament. So what is your argument? 
I just think it's interesting. I, I'm not arguing anything. It's just interesting what might fucking happen. Like then you're just, just like, say that. oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. You think that this can happen? Like I'm not just sitting here with butterflies you, and you, rainbows, you, just trying just to like going back shoot out fucking. That they're just gonna all right. Well, they're just gonna make their own title game and they're just gonna leave. They can control the revenue. I think that it would be. It, you could just say it would be interesting if they did this. Okay. That's what I've like, that is what I think. But if you're going to say it won't work, I'm going to try to tell you ways that I think it will. Well, then I'm going to tell you the ways that it's not going to, but don't tell me that you understand or obviously don't understand, but don't tell me that you're knowing, you know, here's my argument X, Y, Z also in a situation with Vandy, they're locked in contractually. If they leave as an sec entity, but if they they're don't getting leave, kicked out is what I'm saying in this scenario. Then you just join a different conference in the NCAA. The Big 12 would love to have Vanderbilt. No. I think so. I don't think so at all. Who knows? I think the... Nobody knows. And that's the what if of college football. That, I'll agree. That's the most important. Okay. So we're already too far into this, but um, we can talk about Dame and all his beefs with basically everybody who ever tries to come at him. He just gets very mad. Uh, so Dame Dalla, who's been going off like a fucking bat out of hell. Whole team's been playing uh, better than expected. True. Uh, they're what it be the Trailblazers and the Suns are the two scariest teams right now. Yeah, I heard somebody today. You know, whenever we see teams who get injured late and they had a star all year, they are a two seed that plays like a six seed. If you're you know star yeah. players hurt, you know both of those teams weren't very good during the regular season, but now have come together. And so they're going to be eight seeds that play like four or fives. It's going to be a lot more yeah. difficult. It, they they're are the scarier team. teams. Yeah, They're scary teams. So um, one way or another, Pat Bev's calling out and Paul George mm-hmm. calling out. Um, oh, it was, it was about uh, Damian Lillard said that he sent them home last year. And Paul George was like, no, we're sending you home this year. Like blah, blah, blah. So they get into it. Uh, it's all over. Like I took this personally memes coming out that would work. Uh, it's very much on social media. Uh, and then Damian Lillard responds with back to back a 50 point and a 60 point game with a fucking clutch shot tonight, which he's shown that he's very capable of. He also um, got Skip Bayless's number because Skip Bayless was uh, kind of talking trash. And they had a conversation and that kind of went public. Skip had some actual great points. This is his, just like spread further and deeper than I like ever thought it could. Did you know that Dame's sister was coming at PG and his wife? I didn't know that. So this league. Do you remember uh, how Paul George had an entanglement uh, with a woman from a strip club and then wifed her up? I know. Yeah, because they had a child. I know he's had some like dating back to the Pacers. It was always into some fucking weird yeah. shit. And then uh, there's a porn star who kind of like basically calls him out, but never really calls him by name, but talked about him while he's with the Pacers and while he's with the Thunder and like will constantly bring it up. So this woman essentially said, you know, you took somebody like that and wifed her up. And the woman came back at Dame's sister and called her like an ugly cow and like, you know, gotten to a cat fight online. I mean, 
out here in these Twitter streets, anything goes. Ruthless. We both got the burps. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, people have been calling out Kyle Kuzma for saying that he would uh, pull up and shoot on Jesus. Yeah. What the? This is the fucking dumbest shit. The corniest shit to say after you hit a yeah. game winner. Like, he's like, uh, I don't care. Could have think- been... And he was just like, oh, fuck. In his head, he was like, fuck, fuck, who's a good person to say? And he's like, I don't want to say MJ, because then he's going to take it personally. I'm going to make a list. And he's <laughs> like, uh, uh, and he's like, Jesus. Yeah. Could have been Jesus. Yeah, the 5'4 dude playing in sandals. Yeah, who'd never played basketball once in his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would be Kyle Kuzma. KD tweeted at him, uh I got Jesus getting a stop because yeah. KD's been going off. That had KD, to have been a mistake that wasn't like shit, you know, wasn't on the burner. Kevin Durant. No, he's fully like fledged just out in the open though with his, Good. with his regular yeah. count. So he went out. He's, he's just been wilding on the timeline. Uh, he f- liked. So there was this, uh, this couple, I believe they're, they're both, uh, women. And so it's a lesbian couple. And one of them was tweeted out. That Katie liked her girlfriend's photos, like a few of them yeah. on Twitter, and then followed her. And she was like, you know, that's so fucked, like blah, blah, blah. And then he just replied and was like, sorry, my phone be tripping. I'm like, I accidentally did that. It's no like whenever deal. I was nervous in middle school about liking some girl and she texts me and be like, what's all that about? Ah, oh, sorry, my friend had my phone. Or- yeah, I, I'm like, I love you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fucking... <laughs> God damn it. Josh took my phone and texted that. I didn't really mean that. But I mean, if you yeah. mean it, then I mean, I meant it. But like, I didn't. Yeah, I don't want to leave you out to dry. Yeah. Hair. I'm, I'm kind of whatever. I'm pretty fluid in this situation. I can kind of not or I can. 12 year olds are so good about trying to keep no label on a relationship. For sure. Just keeping it chill. Absolutely. Not Wait. chill. You got more NBA stuff, actually? Well, I mean, the Suns. The team of destiny. I think maybe they just started listening to the podcast. I think you're ahead of yourself. We'll just wait and see. I just can't put too much stock in that. Yes, they're playing great, but they're the bubble team. They're they're seven and zero now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not wearing my contacts. So I just went. Uh, and then Draymond Green taking that fifty k fine, which is, I mean, basically pocket change, but just openly tampering on TNT. I love how everyone hates Draymond, but I'll tell you what, that man is getting a fat contract to be an announcer afterwards a hundred percent he would be the perfect fifth addition to that tnt crew i think the first person to retire he replaces yeah i think that's just or they just start like they have a he'll be like at the big board you know he doesn't have a seat at the table but they're like oh we'll kick it over to draymond and he'll be like he'd be like shack your punk ass blah 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 (laughs) like saying shit like chirping from across the room and then he'd be like chuck shut your bitch ass up and then he'll like go to the monitor and be like now here Fucking so-and-so brick this shot. All right, back to you guys. Just a matter of time. Everybody hated him, but he's going to be one of those athletes that gets a quick turnaround, and everyone's going to love him, I think. He, I mean, he's a personality. Absolutely. He always has been. And I think personalities on the court, you you have to see them, especially when teams are very, very good in your personality. Most people are going to hate you. Outside of mm-hmm. like the true fans, Like people are going to hate you. But then when that personality, like when he's not attached to a team, like, how can you not like him? Like, whether he, he's just being controversial, he's being funny. I mean, I was always a fan of him until he slapped, got slapped or slapped that dude. And then he, 
I, I'm so still unsure the, about he went the nuts. On the, the nut kicking spree. Yeah. There in one of those playoff runs. At least one of them was intentional. It, it was like three. Remember when he dropped his dick on his Snapchat story? Yeah, I do remember that. That was before like uh, celebrities had their own tab. Yeah. So it was like if you had a celebrity, it was just in your stories. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember somebody like on Twitter talking about it and be like, I'm just fucking scrolling through my stories on like a Saturday night. And I just look and it's Draymond Green's dick right in the middle of my fucking. A lot of guys had a questionable screenshot right then and there. There was a. Or there's like a pregnant pause. Like, you know, when you're, when you're sitting there and you're like in a group and you're like going through and then you like kind of pause just a little too long and mm. somebody looked over someone and was like, wait, what, what did you just, <laughs> yeah, what you was just that? Got a dick and he was like, oh no, roll. it was nothing. He was like, it was nothing. Uh, well actually like it was Draymond yeah, Green's dick. And they were like, wait, it. go back, go back. 